Hello, I am Sandra Ezekwesili and you come to me for hard facts. The world keeps turning and you're trying to keep up. The fight against coronavirus has the But there's so much noise drowning out the news. Talking heads, broadcast messages, press releases. They're telling you their side, but you just want the facts. And that's why you come to me. I give you the statistics without spin. Out of 116 million working age Nigerians, 35.5 million are employed full-time. That's 30%. I give you the context. I give you the history. I fight fake news with facts. Kayo Day. Let me talk. No. I will, I will let you talk. Kayo Day. Kayode, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Kayode. That's why more and more Lagosians are tuning in. Half a million Lagosians. 720,000. 970,000 of you. They know that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. First hard fact of the day, I got vaccinated. Yes. <laughs> I've taken my first dose of the Oxford AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine. If you are watching our live stream on Facebook and YouTube right now, you can see a video of me getting the shot. Go ahead, Nigeria Info 99.3 on Facebook, Nigeria Info FM on YouTube. If you get online right now, you're watching me take the vaccine. Eh, don't even think about making fun of me. Don't you dare make fun of me. Yes, eh, I'm afraid of needles. Eh? Any problem? Uh-uh, I don't think so. <laughs> well, needle or no needle, I shall took the vaccine, as you can see. Uh, and here, I'm not barking like a dog. I'm not uh, meowing like a cat. Uh, I'm not broadcasting 5G signals. I'm not hearing Bill Gates' voice in my head uh, commanding me to do anything. <laughs> the vaccine is safe. Huh? Second hard fact of the day. Today is World Tuberculosis Day. Uh, the Nigerian Thoracic Society says more than 162,000 people die of this disease annually in Nigeria. There's also a vaccine for this, so go ahead and try to take it. Third hard fact of the day, 214 confirmed COVID cases yesterday. That's more cases than last week, Tuesday. Generally, numbers have been dropping from week to week because the second wave is dying out. But we're still going to have times where they go up. And we've also started to hear about a third wave in Western Europe and in Kenya. So, Biko, keep watching these numbers. Huh? Even though I've gotten my first, my first dose of vaccine, I'm still taking precautions because, um, you know, um, the vaccine doesn't kick in until like um, a, a few days after you get the shot. So if you're watching, I'm, you can see I'm wearing my mask. I'm still going to be keeping my distance from people. Take your precautions. Eh? Don't go out unless you can't avoid going out. When you do go out, wear a mask. Maintain distance from people. Wash your hands. Sanitize your hands. Let's keep ourselves safe. And let me keep you informed here on Hard Facts. The next three hours, Anjara, are your vaccination against misinformation. Your first dose is the big three. Let's talk about the COVID-19 vaccination process in Nigeria. Then let's talk about a judge extending the NIN SIM integration deadline by two months. And then let's talk about Governor Tom's conversation with President Buhari. 
the glass ceiling is your second dose today. We'll talk about activism and leadership as ways to break the glass ceiling. I'll have a glass breaker with me, BC Adele Ifaemi. She's an activist, she's a feminist, uh, she's a co-founder and leader of various organizations working for women's rights across Africa. And she's also the first lady of Ekiti State. So she'll join us at 4 p.m. Don't miss that interview, that conversation. On Balogu and Broad, let's talk some more about the tech sector. We started last week with Eloho Mame. She's back this week. She's the co-founder of First Check Africa. First Check Africa is an angel investor fund. Last week, we talked about why the Nigerian tech sector is growing so fast and getting so much attention from global investors, right? So we'll continue that conversation this week, but she'll also take your questions about the tech sector. So if you want to get into the tech sector, you're looking at how to attract investors into your startup. You're looking at um, what skills you should acquire if you if uh, if uh, you're interested in going into the tech sector. Come with your questions at five o'clock, and Eloho will answer them. News updates will come your way at the top of every hour. You need to listen to every minute if you want to win on just a minute, and stay here after the news at six because we've got final facts coming your way. Uh, that's your booster shot. <laughs> and after final facts, uh, let's talk with voice of america but let's get started with the big three lagos i am sandra ezekwasili and these are your hard facts lagos this is the big three, the big three. on hard facts on 99.3 nigeria info have you or anyone you know gotten the covid19 vaccine have you or anybody you know gotten the covid19 vaccine have you linked your nin to your sims yet have you done that could insecurity jeopardize the 2023 elections? Those are the big three. Lagos, let's talk. Our first story is the effort to get Nigeria vaccinated against COVID-19. Like I told you just now, I have been vaccinated. I have been vaccinated. I have been vaccinated. If you're watching on Facebook, you can see um, <laughs> you can see me, um, you know, getting vaccinated. Facebook, Nigeria, Info 99.3. YouTube, Nigeria, Info FM. I got my own vaccination at the primary healthcare center at Iwefo. They had a whole process, right? So I got there early. I got there like 5 a.m. Like, <laughs> my guy, I got there like 5 a.m. The center opened at 8. So when they opened, they first identified the people who are priority in the first phase. So in the first phase, priority are medical workers, the elderly who are above, who are 70 and above, frontline workers. And I was included as a frontline worker because I'm press. So we had to show our ID cards and then they allowed us to come in. But of course, 70 year olds didn't have to show their ID cards. You will know from the way they are bending. Oh, my daughter, my son, help me. Oh, my hand. Well, some of them are pretty strong. But yeah, that's uh, that's that's how it went down. After they let us in, we sat in a waiting area and they gave us numbers. So basically, they were attending to us in order. When it's your turn, you go to the desk. They fill out this card for you. They put a sticker on the card that has a QR code. Each QR code is associated to a single dose of the vaccine. Once the card was filled, I went to the nurse and boom, I got the jab. You don't even pay yourself. They've given me my dates to come back for the second dose in June. It's on my card. So yeah, we're good. Now, I was talking to some of the staff there 
And they said that depending on the day, they get through between a hundred and one hundred and fifty people a day. Now we've got um, eighty-eight centers in Lagos, so using that as a lower end, Lagos can maybe vaccinate between ten thousand and fifteen thousand people a day. And it seems that we've finally gotten up to that speed. Yesterday, we vaccinated 13,395 Lagosians, according to Akia Bayomi, the health commissioner. But we've still only vaccinated less than 60,000 people. Now, if we had been vaccinating 13,000 a day, every day, since March 14th, we would have been at 100,000 by now. So obviously we had a slow start, but now we're getting reports that um, in the first few days, a lot of health workers and frontline workers and elderly people were not coming forward for the jab. But it seems like uh, things have changed and more and more people are willing to go and get it done. I had to, I, I, I got mine on my third try. First time I tried uh, the Victoria Land uh, Primary Health Center and I got there at 10 a.m. and they were closed. And then I tried it where for, and then they were also um, done for the day. They had too, too much, like the crowd was too much, man. And then the third time I tried was when I now got my own vaccine. Right now, Etiosa is leading the race. Etiosa um, has vaccinated 4,770 people. Ikeja has vaccinated 4,262 people. Then Lagos Mainland has vaccinated 4,191 people. Alimosho has vaccinated 3,818 people. Koshofe is uh, is at 3,513, uh, 3, sorry. Then every other local government has done less than 3,000. And I wonder why. Why? <laughs> when I know I'm collect, I'm going to be announcing this uh, league table every day so that we can all know um, where we stand. Now, all the vaccines ad uh, administered in Nigeria so far have been the Oxford AstraZeneca brand. Nigeria is also trying to get some of the uh, Pfizer vaccine as well. But now we're hearing that two Nigerian vaccines could be going into clinical trials. We don't have a lot of details yet. We just heard from Boss Mustafa, the PTF chairman, that there are two candidate vaccines from Nigeria waiting for clinical trials. And he's asking for help from stakeholders to make it happen. So we're going to be looking into that to give you the accurate information about it. But until then, let's focus on the vaccines that we do have, right? Have you gotten vaccinated yet? Do you know somebody who has gotten vaccinated? What was your experience like? Or were you unsuccessful? Have you been trying and you've not been successful yet? Some people have made it into a fun hunt. Where can we get vaccinated in Lagos? Meanwhile, in other states in Nigeria, people are not even sending. In Port Harcourt, my mother-in-law went to the vaccination center, the primary health center, center, and she was the only one in the compound. She was the only one there. A friend of mine got vaccinated today, took her less than 45 minutes, and there were not many in the vaccination center. And the only reason she got vaccinated was because she saw my video. She said, ah, Sandra, if you can do it, okay, me too, let me go and do it. <laughs> but hey, you know, what was your story? 0700-993-993-993. You can also call us if you are a woman, 01465-7190. 4657190. Personally, my arm still hurts. Um, so they give you the jab on your left arm, and that arm still hurts. Like I can barely move it, I can barely lift it up. Uh, what else? I feel very tired. 
you feel very tired but it's almost it's it's it feels the same way it would feel if you have malaria and they give you malaria uh, medication uh-huh so the side effects of like malaria medication so it's, it's kind of like any vaccine you take really you know how you take babies to go and get vaccinated and they have a fever or they're crying or they're cranky and uh-huh. that's how it, it feels really you know so so i couldn't be in at work yesterday um because man <laughs> my body be like they knock me tinker but i feel much better now 99.3 hello thanks for calling us hello okay we've got henry Naja on the line hello henry hello good afternoon good afternoon have you been vaccinated do you know somebody who has been vaccinated i was vaccinated last week oh Yesterday I was not myself. I have to call uh, one of the doctors. Then I explained myself this I'm feeling. She was not laughing. <laughs> how were you feeling? Tell me how you were feeling. If I look as if I was going to life was like going out of me. Is it uh, was it maybe I was not having a kind of a malaria before? So uh, and 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 do you know what they they say that those people who have had it before, eh, who have had them yeah. um, COVID before. When yeah. they take the vaccine, they have a, a worse uh, reaction than people yeah. who haven't. That That's how some people even found out, oh, well, I don't get this COVID before. <laughs> but you feel better today, yeah? I'm very, I can jump now. Mm, okay. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Thank you, Henry, for calling. But what was the process like for you? No, it wasn't just so hard. I get there so early and uh, I was uh, vaccinated. And I, I issued with uh, the green card. Mm. They asked me to come, I think, three months after this. Uh, in vaccine. June. And that was, I think, in June. In June, mm, it's June. I mean, just kindly uh, advocate on me because people are afraid of death. They don't want to take the vaccine so that they will go and die at home. <laughs> no, no, they won't die at home. Well, you're here and I'm here. We're not dead, so... <laughs> Henry, thank you so much for calling. Shade is in Ikeja. Shade, have you been vaccinated? No, not yet. I'm still doing the vaccination hunt. I didn't tell you. <laughs> no, be small hunt. <laughs> because the first location I went to, uh, they said they were only given people in phase one. Shade, your line is breaking up. Maybe call us back. 99.3. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Hello. Good afternoon. Hello. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? Good afternoon, Sandra. Ezra Koselli. Good afternoon. Am I welcome? Have you been vaccinated? I call my president as he came back now. <laughs> no, no, why you took this? No, why some people took this vaccine? Uh, Nigerians, uh, did you really take it? Or scope it, Jalam? But when my when my president took it, yes, I said yes. If Sandra Ezra Koselli takes it, then one program. So we believe it's now. Get out of here. Oh. Get out of uh, on the on the vaccine, on a serious note, I think um, institu- institutional skepticism. Mm. Is, it, I won't. I don't want to make excuse for Nigeria, but institutional skepticism. Mm-hmm. As as uh, it, it comes generationally, because when government has not gathered the integrity mm. to, I mean, it's not something you, you just say oh, because you are the government. Mm. No, it doesn't even make any difference that certain people took it. Mm. it made zero for me. Do you understand? Mm. 
So, so I, I think we, all those things, when you got like all those things, the cumulative effect mm. happens in things like this. Mm. They don't be wider conspiracy theories. Of course, WhatsApp groups are mm. very, I think they should be watching out for WhatsApp groups. These are the most effective disseminators of, of, of fake news. Of fake news. Bill Gates and this and that. And so I'm surprised. <laughs> Again, no, I'm surprised, sarcastically, mm. right, that the National Oriental Agency is not over time. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. They are allowing things first, and there's no alternative reality. There's mm. nothing. Just just allowing things to spread. But what do I know? I'm just a lazy Nigerian <laughs> you know? I, I just want to know that President is okay. That's all. Not that they have things to say. <laughs> okay. I'm okay, am I? Thank you very much for calling. Uh, WhatsApp is 080 959 080-959-75805. I should mention, by the way, as well, that the vaccines are free of charge. I did not pay a dime. I did not see any paying a dime. I did not um, um, see anybody asking for money, at least at the centre where I was at. I don't know what's happening at other centres because we have uh, the Minister of Health saying that some people are having to pay money to book a slot. So I don't know um, if that's happening here in Lagos. If that's been your experience, also call and let me know. We've got Eniola in Ogba on the line. Eniola, have you gotten vaccinated? Do you know somebody who has? I have. Oh, yay. Tell me your experience. <laughs> I got vaccinated on Monday. Okay. That was three days ago. Okay. I'm at Ifako, Ijai, um General Hospital. Okay. So I got around 10 o'clock. Okay. Wow. I know that was a bit late. <laughs> there were a lot of people there. Okay. So I got a number. I waited. Ah, you got there by 10 me. and you still got vaccinated? Yeah, yeah. People are enjoying you. Hey, hey. <laughs> 10 o'clock, you get to anywhere in Tilsa, you know, go see vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> People are still afraid here. Uh. My neighbors are like, huh, hey, don't go yet. Wait now. Where they be? Mm. When I told my colleagues at work that I, I was going to get, get vaccine, it. Ah, mm-hmm. please don't go. Wait. Mm-hmm. Let's wait till some people take. <laughs> Even the president and the governor mm. is water that was in the syringe. Oh, don't God. <laughs> So they're like, okay, you go. Okay, since you decide to go, mm. you just elaborate. We'll watch you for some days. Mm-hmm. We'll see how you respond. We'll uh, go and take time. But how 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 was it for you? Did you have any side effects? Yeah, when I got back from the the hospital, mm. I was very dizzy. Mm-hmm. Same here. So I just showered and slept. Mm. After I woke up, I was still feeling the pain. Of course, the spot of the job, I was feeling the pain. Mm. So I use um, parastamol mm-hmm. and the following day, I'm better. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. They can still feel a bit of pain there, but I think it's normal. Mm, it's normal, yeah. Injection, you feel, uh, yeah, so. it's normal, yeah. Okay, all right, Eniola. Thank you very much. I hope your colleagues are convinced now that they've seen you. No, no, not yet. Not they're yet, okay. They're watching for like 21 days. Make sure you don't yeah. turn to 5G. <laughs> Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three zero one four six five seven one nine zero. Let me go to WhatsApp. We have lots of comments on WhatsApp, so let's uh, take a look at some of them. Uh, WhatsApp again is zero seven zero zero. 
993-993-993. We've got uh, this message here from... You didn't keep your name, but you said, I got vaccinated last week Thursday. I had a fever the day after for the whole day and I never had COVID-19. Could this mean that I was positive and asymptomatic? I think so. Uh, um, this person also says, my experience at the PHC was a breeze. It was last week, so few people on ground. I did not pay a dime and the nurses were so kind. They ensured we waited for 15 minutes after the jab for observation. Yes, that was my experience as well. They made us wait 15 minutes after the jab so that, uh, you know, they'll make sure we're all right. Slime, Lucky, hi, how are you? I'm doing good and how are you? I'm good. Have you been vaccinated? Do you know somebody who yes. has? Oh, yes. I have. Tell today. me your experience. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> and I think the experience is similar for as in most of the persons that I've called so far. Okay. It was relatively easy. Okay. I tried on Monday. It didn't work out. Mm. There were just too many people at the center mm-hmm. and it was a little bit rowdy. Mm-hmm. We were asked to come back very early the next day yesterday. Okay. Got there. It didn't work out as well. Okay. But today, I guess, was my lucky day. So at about um, 11.45, this morning, I got the jab. Mm. I mean, it was was okay. And I'm fine. Nothing has happened to me. I'm driving as I speak with you, and I've had no adverse reaction so far. Uh, you, You had it here in Lekki? Yes. Yes, right here in Lekki. In Lekki, okay. What center did you have it at? Ikate. Ikate, okay. How was Ikate? I tried I tried at Ikate too and all the crowd scared me. I went away. Yes, yes. There were plenty of persons there. But today it was managed. Oh, huh. It wasn't as bad as it was yesterday and the day before. Yeah. That's so what I also found. At my yeah. center, the first two days was a disaster. But by the third mm-hmm. day, the day I got it, they'd found a way to manage the crowds better. Yeah. Mm. It was fair today. And the noises, like everybody has said, is they were good, professional, mm-hmm. cautious and they, they just did their job and made sure that um, everybody was observed after taking it and mm-hmm. then they end up giving yeah, you one or two vital information and then with a the number to call should anything happen or yes. should you react in a certain yes, way yes that's right yes yeah yeah. All right, something so. I will encourage others to go ahead and take it's mm-hmm. our good Mm-hmm. All right, so good. All right, yeah, Sly. Thank you very much for calling, Sly. I appreciate it. Uh, the number to call is zero one four six five seven one nine zero zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three. If you just joined the show, we're talking about getting vaccinated against COVID nineteen. I told you I personally have been vaccinated. If you're watching on Facebook and on YouTube, you're watching my video of myself. Don't laugh at me. Yes, I if you do the so what? <laughs> but yeah, you can see a video of me getting vaccinated. Um, at a primary health center. I got mine at um, the center at Ibuefon. They had a process. I got there early. I got there like 5 a.m. Center opened at 8. Uh, when they opened, they identified people who um, are priority in this first phase. So there are four phases. First phase is for restaurant owners, taxi drivers, um, teachers, press, um, people older than 70, military men, policemen, Navy, just armed officers. Uh, then uh, medical and, and health workers as well. So you work in a hospital, any of the uh, any of the value chains at the in the medical uh, health sector, you're eligible for the first phase. Then the second phase are uh, for. Oh, I'm going to have to take a look at that paper again to remember who the second phase is for. Uh, I think second phase is for um, elderly people um, between. 
69 and 45. Then the third phase uh, is everybody between 18 and 45. Then the final phase is for people who have pre-existing conditions. That's how they've shared it out. Now, of course, amongst all of these phases, health workers are still prioritized. Frontline workers as well prioritized. I got mine because I'm, pr- I'm a member of the press. So that makes me a frontline worker. And that's how I was able to get my own shot yesterday. It was pretty easy, pretty smooth, except for the crowd. The crowd was was a lot, you know. Hats off to the people who work at these centers. Let's take a break. When we come back, I'll bring you our second story, NIN and SIM integration. Don't go away. Welcome back to your number one talk news and sports station. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. 29 minutes past three. The Federal High Court in Lagos has extended the NIN SIM integration deadline by two months. That's our second story. So when this whole NIN SIM matter was hot, remember I told you that Monde Obani had dragged the federal government to court over it. He claimed that it was a violation of Nigerians' right to freedom of expression, right? And he also claimed that the tight deadline was a public health danger because of the COVID pandemic. And now the court appears to have agreed with Mr. Obani and they've ordered a two-month extension. Now, what we're waiting to hear, what we're waiting for is a confirmation of the date from which the extension takes place. Because remember, the current deadline is April 9th. So if the extension is from April 9th, then it could mean that the deadline will now be in June. So we dare wait. But even though, here's the thing, whether it is April or May or June, one day now, one day, deadline will still come. So what I want to know, Lagos, is whether you have used the extra time that you have gotten to get this integration done. Remember, deadline was December, right? And they moved deadline to January. Then they moved it to February. Then April. Now maybe June. So what I want to know is how many of you have used the last three months of this year to get this integration done? We hear the crowds at the NIMSI offices have reduced. It's a good thing for two reasons, because number one, it reduces the risk of contagion. Number two, it reduces the time people spend waiting. So it's more convenient right now. I wonder if you have taken advantage of that convenience to get your NIN and to get your SIM integration done. Speaking of uh, making it more convenient for Nigerians, I had a thought while I was waiting to get vaccinated. So while I was waiting to get vaccinated, there was this crowd of people outside the health center and there was just a few of us inside. And I kept wondering, should NIMSI set up a registration desk at these health centers? I mean, think about it. 13,000 people are getting vaccinated in Lagos daily. Add to them the thousands who wait each day but don't get vaccinated. Let's say 20,000 total. But it's more. Now, imagine if 15,000 of those do not have NIN. Imagine if there were two NIMSI officers at, at each center and they processed four people an hour each. Over 10 hours in 88 health centers. That's 3,500 extra NINs a day. That's 17,500 extra NINs a week. That's 70,000 a month. 
and you've made it convenient for Nigerians because you've taken the registration to a place that they want to be. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think it's be worth it? When you're waiting to get vaccinated, you have time to think about all kinds of things. So that's what I was thinking about when I was getting vaccinated. But yeah, have you gotten your NIN? Have you integrated your NIN to your SIM card? What do you think about the decision of the court to extend the deadline? Do you think that NIMSI should set up desks at the va vaccination centers? And yes, you can still tell me if you have been vaccinated, if you have tried to be vaccinated, if you were successful with trying to get vaccinated. If you will get the vaccine, why don't you want to get the vaccine? I want to hear from you, everybody. 0700-993-993-993. WhatsApp 080-959-75805. Twitter uh, to us, by the way. Twitter is at Nigeria Info FM. At Nigeria Info FM. And you can share your thoughts via Facebook. Facebook is Nigeria info 99.3 and we've got uh, a whatsapp 080-959-75805 the number for women is 01-465-7190 only women 01-465-7190 01-465-7190 emeka is in papa hello emeka hello good afternoon sandra good afternoon thanks for calling yeah all right, what do you want to talk about? About the NIN. Okay, have you been able to do it? Yeah, I've done that, but I think you're right for what you said. Okay. Uh, it's a good opportunity for a lot of people to do that. I've been trying to vaccinate it. Mm. I think uh, it's a good idea, and uh, it would be nice if the telecommunication would do that. Okay. All right. It'll be nice if they do yeah. it, Emeka says. Thank you very much for calling, Emeka. 99.3. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Twitter is at Nigeria Info FM. WhatsApp 080-959-75805. You can share your thoughts with me about our first story. With our first story, I brought you uh, the vaccination exercise, vaccination rollout for Lagos, Nigeria. Uh, I told you how it was going. Now, let's... Uh, take a look at uh, Otumba. Otumba is calling in Ogun State or from Ogun State. Otumba, welcome. Yeah, thank you, Sandra. Good to have you on the show. Go ahead. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, uh, congratulations on your uh, vaccination agent. Thank you. Have you gotten vaccinated? Not really, and that's one of the reasons why I'm calling. Okay. In Ogun State, yeah. Mm. I live in Ogun State. Okay. And uh, this is the local government uh, headquarters okay. where I live. Okay. And up to now, we don't have a single uh, vaccination center, even though we have a general hospital here. Have you gone to the primary health center? Because that's where we they. Have, that's who is coordinating yes. it. To the best of my knowledge, we mm. have about three PHC mm. within the whole by itself. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, to Mowe Axis, making it about five. Okay. But not a single of them have been chosen for vaccination. Ah. And uh, thinking about the population of this local government, it is the second largest uh, local government in Ogun State after E4. Okay. So we are very willing, but uh, we are stranded. We don't know where to go. Ah, that's that's quite something. That, uh -huh. that that's quite something. I, I wonder why. Well, maybe you have to, uh, because uh, this is a national radio. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, most time when you talk, you talk about Lagos, Lagos, Lagos. Mm-hmm. But this radio is widely received across Nigeria. <laughs> and I'm getting across to you now to help us. Yeah. Here in Obafemi, the local government, you know, which is the second largest local government after E4, mm. we don't have a single vaccination center. And that is awesome. That is, we are willing. That is so strange. But thank you for bringing this to our attention, Otumba. Um, this is something that we need to take a look at some more, find out why. Huh? All right. thank, thank you very much for calling. I appreciate it. I, I wonder why. Because um, there, there's supposed to be a national rollout. Um, and if you have the second largest local government not having uh, a single dose of the vaccine, questions have to be asked about why. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Call our number 0700-993-993-993. We've got uh, James who says, Sandra, I've not been vaccinated. Congratulations, though. But I want to ask sincerely, does taking the vaccine prevent me from contacting the virus? Like I can go about without a face mask. Please throw more light. All right, James. So taking the vaccine doesn't prevent you from getting the virus but it prevents you from getting sick if you get the virus so if you get the virus you're not going to end up in the hospital you will not even know that you have the virus so that's why it's important for you to wear a mask so that you don't infect other people with it because you you will not be sick you not even know you have the virus but you can still infect other people Right, So you could infect somebody else and that person could end up in a hospital or they might end up not even knowing they have the virus. But it's better to be safe than sorry. Uh, speaking of safe than sorry, I'll have uh, Dr. Nyema Obuago back on the show with us uh, on Thursday. That's tomorrow, 5pm. He'll be joining us from America. He's one of the doctors that worked on the trials for the Pfizer vaccine. So he'll be talking to us about the vaccines some more. Tomorrow, 5 o'clock. Don't miss that conversation. We've got Saj in Ikeja on the line. Saj, how are you? I'm fine, Sandra. Good to have you on the show. Yeah. Sorry, I just want to make a comment on your program this afternoon. First, okay. I want to welcome you back. Thank you. And uh, secondly, I want to congratulate uh, Monday Obani and, uh, because he has done a very good work yeah. for the extension of the regime. name. Yeah. Uh, Saj, I'm sorry. Call back if you can. 99.3. Sorry about that. Hello. Thank you for calling us. Hello. Uh, Sandra, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, Welcome. Yeah, how is work? Good, good. Welcome. Yeah. You know, this vaccination of a thing. Mm. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not taking it. Okay. Yeah, I'm not taking it. Because do you remember uh, in 2019 when coronavirus came? Do you, are you aware that the federal government abandoned us to hungry? And lockdown, uh, but now they want us to take that vaccine, eh? Without hungry, uh, with uh, with hungry. Uh, because they can't drink it not now. If they if they I'm could have sick. if, if they is not taking it. If they could have drank it, they they probably would have drank it. But since they can't drink it, they have to give it to you to take it. Okay, mm. I can't take vaccine with hungry. Okay, I can't take vaccine. Okay, you don't need food because to take the, vaccine, the, sure. The money, the money, even the money, the World Bank get there, they eat it. Yeah, but what has that got to do with uh, vaccine? So they, they, they were the people that went and brought coronavirus. So coronavirus, coronavirus know where it's going. Okay? <laughs> okay. So we are not taking it. Some of us, we are not taking it. And it's good for people that are taking it. Mm. They don't take it. Okay. It's good for them. Okay. 
quite I quite agree. It is good for me. <laughs> Thank you for calling. 99.3, hello. Hello. How are you? What's your name? Uh, my name is Kingsley. I'm calling from Sulere. Hi, Kingsley. Welcome. Yeah. Please, I heard you say even with the virus, you can still get infected. With the vaccine, yes. With the vaccine, I mean. Yes. I mean, why why are we taking the vaccine if we're going to get infected? So that you don't get sick and end up in the hospital. But I think for the past year, one year now, we've been hearing about coronavirus. And I can, I can tell you, I have a lot of people around working with coronavirus and it seems not to get sick. I don't know. I don't think the rate of um, people that is getting sick here in Nigeria is as much as the one in Europe and the rest of them. Mm. So to my own suggestion is that mm-hmm. I think the, the vaccine should go for the elderly ones and the ones that have an underlying case. Mm. If I can get the virus and I don't get sick, mm-hmm. or probably I get sick mm-hmm. and I get recovered, mm-hmm. why am I taking the virus? Well, that, it's because, well, there's no way to know that you are one of the people who will not get sick if you get it, or that you're one of the people who will be mildly sick if you get it. The only way to know that for sure is if you take the vaccine. If you take the vaccine, then you know for sure that even if you get it, you're not even going to know that you have the vaccine. You're not going to have... Do you understand? So I, I hear you on the whole... Um, give it to older people and give it to uh, people who have underlying conditions. But I should also mention that nobody is forcing anybody to take it, right? Because we're also seeing young people here in Nigeria who are getting seriously ill, especially in yeah, the second no, wave. I'm not, I'm not about uh-huh. that. Or they're getting hospitalized. So it's not by force. They're not forcing anybody. If you want it, go and take it, right? Uh, another thing is that I heard some European countries are, are making it compulsory for anybody that that is coming to their country to be vaccinated. Yeah, is the same yeah, way. If you're traveling, but, you need to be vaccinated for yellow fever. Is the same. Have you ever but, traveled out? But if I'm not, if I'm not, oh, Jesus Christ! What? I, don't, I believe there is nothing more than there is nothing more into this vaccine. Have you? Have you? Have you ever traveled? Yeah, I've been to Turkey, but before. Did you? Did Did you have to travel with a yellow fever card? Yes. Uh-huh. So it's the same thing. But you know, there's a lot of buzz about this coronavirus. Uh, because people are less busy and they have time to make up conspiracy theories. But if you look at it yeah. logically, if you look at the facts, you see a lot of the conspiracy theories don't don't meet up to the facts. They don't pass your smell test. Thank you very much. Thank you for calling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's bring you our final story on today's Big Three. Governor Samuel Otom says that if Nigeria doesn't handle insecurity we may not be able to hold elections in 2023. That's our final story. Otom is the the Benue state governor and his convoy was recently attacked by gunmen. I'm sure you know that. So far, a group calling itself the Fulani Nationality Movement has claimed responsibility, while the government says that the matter is being investigated, the federal government. So the president uh, met with Otom to tell, to talk about what happened. And Otom um, spoke to the press after that meeting. And here's what he said, quote, I want to also appeal to Nigerians. 2023, yes, to a politician is not far, but it is still a long way. If we secure our country and everything is going fine, then we can talk about 2023. But the way things are going, if we don't secure the country, there's no way that we can be talking about 2023. 
For me, I want us as leaders of this country, we have taken oaths of office. Let us abide by those things that we have said and work together as a team. Leave politics aside, leave ethnicity aside and secure the country. We have no other country than the Nigeria that we live in, end quote. Those are the words from the governor of Benue State. So clearly, Otom was not making a general statement. He was speaking in the context of politics. Some say that he was suggesting that elected officials may not be addressing the insecurity issue properly because of 2023 politics. And he's warning them that if the insecurity gets worse, if the insecurity gets worse because they fail to act while waiting for the elections, the insecurity might get so hot that elections cannot hold. And so they lose either way. So Autumn is asking the political class to understand that securing the country isn't only the right thing to do and isn't, the only, and isn't only what they swore an oath to do, but it is also in their personal interests as people who want elections to hold. And speaking of Tom, I didn't get to discuss this uh, with you because I was at home. But um, what do you think about the idea of armed groups attacking a governor and trying to kidnap a governor? What do you think about that? We've already seen attacks by Boko Haram on Zulum in Borno. Now we're seeing this attack on Tom, allegedly by Funam. Some are saying that this is a sign that the security situation has worsened because now governors are getting attacked. Do you agree? And if you agree, what do you think uh, needs to be done right now to arrest this situation? 0700-993-993-993-01465-7190. Yes, you can still talk to me about vaccines. Have you taken them? Do you know who has taken them? And yes, you can talk to me about NIN and SIM integrations as well. Have you gotten your NIN? Have you integrated your NIN to your SIM cards? What do you think about the decision of the court to extend the deadline and then talk to me about Tom's warning to elected official, what, of officials. What do you think about that? David in Beshe Island, welcome. Uh, good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon, welcome. Yes. Uh, uh, I go along with uh, Governor Tom. Is that the name? Yes, that's the name. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and uh, it's, it's not only security alone. Uh, Afeni Ferry have said uh, the issue of restructuring must be addressed before 2023. If not, there will be no election. And uh, I think we are having more build-up to this. So I think the fundamental is uh, uh, the, the, the document that uh, we agreed to that brought us together as Nigeria have been jettisoned. And that is why we are having all this problem. And uh, we have to go back to that uh, agreement. That's the first document, the first uh, uh, Republican constitution. So because uh, things are falling apart, they are trying to force another one on Nigerians. Okay. And it's, it's, people are not willing to take it. Okay. Hello? Okay. Tr- I'm trying to understand uh, so what this, you're saying. What, what, are they, what are they forcing on Nigerians? The, the first Republican constitution... Okay. It's a, 
it's an agreement mm. by all the ethnic groups that come, came together to form Nigeria. Right. That was the agreement. Right. So the fundamental of that agreement in that First Republic Constitution have been taken away from the present constitution. Okay. So they are trying to force the present constitution on Nigerians. And that is why you are you are getting all these uh, 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 unpleasant things, insecurity, whatever you are getting, hmm. you know, maladministration. I see. Uh, even our economy has been ruined. So and and all so, of that has to do with the old constitution and so of course so the way that, forward that 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 false uh, republic constitution and uh, British embassy we still have it okay so let let us go back to it and see what what is there that is what we agree to that is what uh, what every Nigerian agree to. All right, David. Thank you very much for calling. Olua Yemi Olatomido says, as much as taking the vaccine seems to be going well, I think they should be made readily available at um, grassroots level. But that's what primary health centers are now. Primary health centers are for grassroots people. Um, he also says, Olua Yemi also says, uh, people still need a lot of sensitizing about taking the vaccine. I quite agree with that. We've got Saj in Ikeja calling back. Hello, Saj. Thanks for calling back. Oh, Sandra. Hey. I'm back. Yes, welcome back. Well, first, uh, let me congratulate Monday Obani again for okay. the victory. Mm-hmm. But I think there are so many things that is wrong at present because uh, I don't think it is right time for us to be doing name registration, even though it is necessary and the migrant need it. Okay. At a, at a critical situation like this, where we have uh, borders of poros that our president has opened up our borders up north okay. for the full army to migrate into this country, now we start having name registration. Then at the end of the day, we have criminals getting the name. They become the Nigeria. They can't even account for the people who are foreigners in the country. We don't have data for them. You can see that we have so much problem in our hands. And relating to what uh, Utom has said, mm. I think it's absolutely right. We can only vote when we have a very good situation. If there are crises, God forbid, there's a Rwanda in Nigeria, that means we are not having elections. Mm. And the present government remains the president. Okay. So we have so much problem. We need to very we need to dissect what Utom has said mm-hmm. and realize that if their government is romancing bandits mm-hmm. and they instead of clamp down on them, they start romancing them, giving them money. Are you not encouraging them? You have not come out to address the situation holistically and let these people understand that we have capacities to take them down. You are turning criminality into a business. Honestly, it's a serious challenge in our hand that we need to come together and solve. If you fail to do that, I agree with Utah, we will not have election. And if that is the game the current government wants to play, I say, I say it doesn't work out. Because if there is serious crisis in the land, there won't be election, and the president remains the president. Hmm. That's the way I see it. All right, Saj, thank you very much for calling with your thoughts. We've got Wenga Daniel on Twitter who says, I already got my sims linked, but I knew that it will be extended. Uh, we've got uh, more messages here. P- uh, Preside 1982 on Twitter says, Sandra, um, there are well-labeled conspicuously impending signs and symptoms that clearly show that the 2023 elections will be predominantly characterized by violence, which will result uh, in human lethality. Okay. 
and deliberate destruction of socioeconomic values. All right, a lot of grammar there. Danny Oedowa Bayami says, Sandra, securing lives and property is crucial to any credible election. All right, Danny, thank you for your message. We've got more messages here. Hmm. Okay. Uh, here's this message from Omar Akio. Somebody took a screenshot of my vaccine. <laughs> Wow, okay. We've got Omwaki who says, So you got your jab, good for you, but why are you scheduled for a second dose? I thought there's only one dose for AstraZeneca. No, there are two doses for AstraZeneca. The only one, the only vaccine that has one dose is uh, Johnson & Johnson, and we don't have that in Nigeria. We've got uh, Tony, St. Tony, who says, Thanks for inspiring me to take the jab. Oh, I'm glad. Well done. I'm glad. Yay. Get it, get it, get it. Because here's the thing, as you young people because i have to go back to that comment that was made by um i don't remember his name now but he called in and said that um it it would be nice if older people could get it but um, we also have to remember that viruses mutate so if young people go unvaccinated even if the virus doesn't kill them it will breed inside them and it will mutate and if it mutates long enough there's a danger that the new strains will be able to defeat the immunity from vaccines so the only way to protect the elderly and people who have underlying uh, conditions is those of us who can get vaccinated. We need to vaccinate all of us. All of us need to be vaccinated. That's how to protect everybody. But again, it's not by force. Get it if you think um, that um, you want to get it. Only if you want to. No one's forcing you to. And it is free of charge. So please, if you get to a center where they're doing some magumagu, kindly report that center. Uh, someone says, Sandra, congratulations on your vaccination yesterday. Please gently read out the vaccination website because I don't know it. Um, so the vaccination website is almost pointless. I say that because I registered on the website. But when I got to my vaccination center and I told them, um, oh, I'm registered online. Oh, they were like, eh, okay. And then they still took my details down manually. <laughs> So I would advise you just find the nearest uh, health center closest to you and, um, you know, go in there if you qualify. Remember, there are four phases. So first phase, second phase, third phase, final phase. If you're between 18 to 45, you are in the third phase. If you have an underlying condition, you are in the fourth phase, phase number four. Second phase is for elderly people who are between 45 and 69. Then first phase is... And then throughout all these phases, health workers are there, frontline workers are there, everybody uh, in that category uh, getting their doses as well. I was able to get mine because as a journalist, I'm a frontline worker. All right, we'll take a break. After the break, we'll uh, talk some more. Don't go away. <laughs> 